Hello and welcome to Berlin Flowing. As we all know, life is full of ups and downs. When we are experiencing a moment of joy or happiness or similar emotions and no others are having a similar experience, the emotion is automatically deeper, it's more humbling, it's more enjoyable. You notice when you get a good news and you share it with your friends or family or loved ones, um, whether it's an exam you passed or a promotion at work, or even on the dance floor when you're looking at people dancing and smiling and enjoying their moment, you immediately have a deeper sense of joy and happiness, even when you see people happy for you. On the other hand, when we are facing a challenging moment with an emotion of sadness, it can feel heavier as we feel we are all alone. And the challenge gets bigger and heavier. And it can be not passing an exam, not getting the promotion at work, even being let go at work, having a fight with someone you care about or someone you love. And um, these emotions become heavier as we think for a moment or for longer that we are alone with that sadness and no one else knows what it feels like. In this podcast, we prepared a bunch of interviews with different people from day-to-day life. Listen to them as they will be sharing their emotions, their recent experiences from few weeks ago or a few months ago latest and they will also share their learnings they will talk about their ups and their downs observe how much you have in common with them even if you have never met them and at the end you will realize i am not alone enjoy the new episode and looking forward to your feedback so hey man so i clicked the button now and the recording is working so yeah how are you feeling I'm feeling great, so um, it's the first time that I'm recording something, but it feels like that it comes very natural, so okay. I feel comfortable and ready to rock. Okay, cool. So can you tell me a bit about your haircut today? A haircut? Yeah. That was interesting. So uh, my uh, hairdresser decided mm-hmm. to uh, pursue a new career or like go into the different direction. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to open uh, a spetty. Okay. So that's why, unfortunately, we came to the end of our relationship. That means that I had to find a new one. And that's for... a very tough one, man. Yes. That's a very tough one. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. <laughs> I've been searching for some hairdressers in Berlin. Uh, and so far, I haven't found the one, unfortunately. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this morning, I went to one, to one um, of the hairdressers in Berlin. It mm-hmm. was okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you have this spark and then you have this aha moment. Yeah, yeah, I know. Man, and I this know, yeah. aha moment was unfortunately not there. But... Yeah. I appreciate this input. Fair enough. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, also as as like uh, people coming from the Middle East, we have really a lot of like dedication and love to the hair part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like finding the right person, right hairdresser, is quite important. Like at least once a stable relationship in my life. Totally. Once once a month or once every two months, right? But that's the most stable thing we get, right? Yeah. Yeah, We have some regularities here, so that's that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Burger King of hairdressers, right? Correct. So, uh, you know what you're getting, so you just go there. But getting there. Okay, okay cool. So maybe like uh, for our guests who don't know you, maybe you can give us a bit of like a like general intro about yourself. Uh, yeah, just like imagine you just met someone and they ask you, who are you? 
Oh my God, that's a good question. Who am I? And I think this is something that um, I've been asking myself for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell that I could actually find the the, the perfect answer yet, mm-hmm. but I'm getting there. I can, of course, share a couple of things that um, I found out but un- up until now. Okay, cool. So, yeah, um, I'm Orkan. I originally come from Turkey. Mm-hmm. been living in Berlin for quite some time. Mm-hmm. It's been six years. Okay. Uh, Berlin is the place that I live the longest. Mm-hmm. My mom is surprised. I'm partly surprised, partly <laughs> not. I uh, feel quite home mm-hmm. uh, in Berlin. I have been working for quite a few companies up until now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and currently, I'm going into the more coaching direction, mm-hmm. setting up uh, some business Mm -hmm. uh, in this area Mm -hmm. I've been interested in people and cultures for quite some time and I'm very passionate about personal development I'm also very passionate about learning Mm -hmm. um, curious about the world Mm -hmm. people and so on Mm -hmm. Um, I love to travel Mm -hmm. Um, I love to cook Mm -hmm. Uh, appreciate good food good Mm -hmm. moments Mm -hmm. zen moments Mm -hmm. and last but not least for the last couple of uh, months I'm also uh, meditating so I'm mm-hmm. actually working on establishing this uh, healthy lifestyle not mm-hmm. from one aspect mm-hmm. but like from different aspects and I think this mind body soul is quite important and I like this also meditation is kind of mm-hmm. helping to the um, mind part as well so mm-hmm. this is also what I've been working on that okay cool nice and uh, you traveled a bit recently right yes what was the last place you've been to? Uh, <laughs> I traveled actually quite uh, a few times this Mm-hmm. year but uh apart from the trips to turkey mm-hmm. the last place i've been it was uh on madeira mm, okay. um i i think this is a year of learning new things for me mm-hmm. and uh i said that i will just like go and learn how to surf because uh i've been always interested in water sports but mm-hmm. for whatever reason i never <laughs> experienced uh, a lot of them mm-hmm. and then uh, i went to madeira uh, for a week then when i was there i decided to go to uh, azores okay uh, so that was a spontaneous trip to madeira and there was another spontaneous trip in this spontaneous trip so okay. kind of trip extended and then i ended up also in san miguel in azores okay, uh, cool. it was pretty nice mm-hmm. i would say it was more like I mean, I've never been to Hawaii, but I think it's the closest yeah. <laughs> you can get in Europe. Yeah. So Imagination-wise. Yeah, I, yeah. I think Hawaii should be something <laughs> like this. Uh, it was quite nice. Uh-huh. Uh, I learned, um, I took some courses um, in surfing, mm-hmm. uh, met some cool people, did yeah. some self-reflection. It was a good uh, way to start mm-hmm. the year. Okay, cool. What other like two things you've learned recently? So surfing is like one and two others. I think boat stuff. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Boat stuff. Anything related to the water. So I did also my diving certificate cool, uh, nice. in, in Bodrum in Turkey. And this mm-hmm. is something that um, I wanted to do also for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the second thing. And the last one is I got a boat uh, driving license. Cool. Nice. So very water driven. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Very water driven. Okay, cool. <laughs> Okay, so if anyone wants to uh, uh, to have a boat party or boat cruise, they can contact you exactly. and you're more than happy to <laughs> offer your services, right? To- yeah. Totally, totally. Okay, cool. Nice, cool. So uh, thanks for the introduction and telling us a bit about yourself. So usually in these um, episodes, we try to talk a bit about uh, something which is highly relatable. Yeah. And we were thinking a bit here, like, what can you tell us a bit, uh, maybe in the last week or the last weeks? What did you learn about yourself as Orkun? 
Mm, so something yeah. recent, something you can like um, that happened in the last week or a few um, weeks. Not any. Well, actually, I can maybe um, speak about this this very moment that I had uh, when I was on the boat mm -hmm. uh, this um, Wednesday, actually. Mm -hmm. So when I was on the boat and I was just like staring at the sky and then I was thinking about how things actually change in my life mm -hmm. when I stopped being obsessed about the, the future outcome, mm -hmm. like also planning everything um, in advance. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the culture, if it's how I was raised, but for whatever reason, up until this year, I've been always planning things a lot in, in advance mm -hmm. and having this basically living by the script mm -hmm. if it makes sense mm -hmm. and the moment then i realized that this was not really serving to me um i said you know what uh, i left my job uh, in february mm -hmm. so and then i decided to go and uh, follow my heart i finished my um, coaching training uh, and then if i look at where i stand right now with i don't know uh, which is mindset uh, from two years ago, I would see it I, or I would have seen it as like, okay, what are you going to do with your life? Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason now, everything actually feels so um, easy on me, if it makes sense. And can, I realize... Can you describe that, it more? Yeah, so this is more like I'm just enjoying the process. I'm doing things that are actually helping me to find my own flow. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm actually finding my own flow, that means that I am also attracting things that's more... Um, they're destined to me, if mm -hmm. it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. So I personally believe, call me spiritual, whatever you want to call, uh, although that I don't really like uh, the labels, but I think a lot of people would consider or like um, describe me as a spiritual person. Mm -hmm. So I believe things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. And then we are just like, you know, f we have to find our own reason mm -hmm. uh, to be in this world. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Maybe we think that, I don't know, we will become the best doctor in the world, but maybe that's something else destined for us. And then we just be want to become a doctor because our dad or mm -hmm. our mom mm -hmm. uh, wants this from us, right? Mm -hmm. So my point is more like um, when you stop actually obsessing about the future and be open to whatever that the future actually uh, will bring to you, then you actually receive things that you don't, think or you wouldn't think that you would receive mm -hmm. um, simple things like I mean I always wanted to have a boat mm -hmm. it was always the end goal mm -hmm. I was just like okay but where is this boat coming from right mm -hmm. so then I sign up to this boat driving license mm -hmm. I'm just like why not at least I can drive this small boat and I can just like get the energy um, around it and then move forward from there so then a friend gave me a call today and then she was saying that, you know what, a friend of mine is buying this boat and they don't have anything to uh, ride this boat and I told about you. Okay. So this is a very small thing, but I think, mm -hmm. you know, just like go out there and then do um, whatever your heart is telling to you to do without actually having any uh, expectations attached to it. Mm -hmm. Just do it for fun. Mm -hmm. If it makes sense, and then the rest will find you. So, so can we say that now you're more focused on the process rather than the end goal? Yeah, exactly. So I would say that uh, instead of 
being obsessed with the future outcome, I'm definitely enjoying the process mm -hmm. and enjoying this ride as it mm -hmm. is. Okay, cool. And it makes you feel mm -hmm. very light, at least mm -hmm. on my end, I can <laughs> tell that I'm very light in many different Mm -hmm. um, situations mm -hmm. like if there's a conflict mm -hmm. random I don't know in a supermarket mm -hmm. it doesn't affect me as much as it did I don't know two years ago mm -hmm. I just okay. see it as in a more conscious way I'm just like okay he's angry what can I do with it uh, this has nothing to do with me okay. because I feel a lot more calm and uh, relaxed uh, in my own body okay that's cool Okay, interesting. Th thanks for sharing. Uh, sure. uh, how old are you now? I don't think we covered it. <laughs> I'm 35. 35. Okay, so like if you can tell your like 25 years self about this discovery you did last week uh, yeah. or, or on Wednesday, what would you tell the 25 years old? old <laughs> I would say like go and do things mm -hmm. because I think this is the way to explore and finding this flow that I was talking about, you know, you are doing things. Sometimes I think um, our society also is teaching us that we have to do certain things to achieve some other certain things. However, I believe that's not the right approach. If I was giving an advice to my 25 or um, 25 years old myself, I would definitely say something like, go and then do whatever you want to do mm -hmm. and learn from these experiences and collect all this, let's call it in quotation marks, it's like random experiences mm -hmm. and then see how actually they come together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And remember to have fun as well. And I think also like being from Turkey, coming from a quite um, competition driven culture and quite conservative that you are pushed by the society. So there's always a timeline for, um, I don't know, first job, marriage, kids, and if you're behind this timeline, then you're kind of, you know, lost. <laughs> or a loser, the, right? Yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So then you push yourself into things mm -hmm. that's not really what you're supposed to do, mm -hmm. and which is quite limiting uh, in my experience. I started my career in a bank. I learned quite a lot there. Um, but at the same time, I could see that was not really um, anything for me. Mm -hmm. But I still pushed it because then deep inside me, I was convinced mm -hmm. that this has to be like this. You need to suffer in the beginning. I was like, why would I suffer when I was 22 years old? Mm -hmm. I should just like live my life, have fun uh, and explore new things and then be open. I think that's the most important thing because I could say that Maybe I was not that open back in the day. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And also, like, like the, the kind of like transformation has to go through the suffering first, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, you can go through suffering, but at the same time, after work, do stuff to explore more, right? Yeah. You can do, like, a, a new course language or learn a new skill set or do pottery or do yeah. painting just to start, like, doing things, right? Uh -huh. And this is a bit what we suffer with nowadays. Like I think it's also a lot of the time, um, because now having a bit of free time in my hand, I can say that, for example, you know, when I'm telling people that I took surf lessons, then mm -hmm. I'm doing the boat license, then I did the diving certificate. Mm -hmm. And the first thing like that I sometimes get is just like, oh, wow, you are doing everything. Isn't it better that you did you know, one thing, but really good. Mm -hmm. I was like, what makes you believe that? Mm -hmm. I want to actually try different things and I see how I feel after and then I can maybe get more professional in one mm -hmm. or in the other one or maybe none. Yep. But I meet another person 
in one of these trainings, then he would or she would inspire me to do something else. Totally. Um, so I think a lot of things are connected and things actually trigger each other. So um, being open and having fun, I believe that's the most important mm -hmm. thing that I will tell uh, to my 25 years old self. Okay, fair enough. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. Nice. Thanks for sharing. Sure. And um, now if we talk a bit about life. So what did you learn in general about life in the last week? Yeah. Something a bit more broad. Uh, life. We always learn a lot about life, I guess. So as mentioned that I started to um, do daily uh, meditations. I mm -hmm. do it in the morning and uh, before batch in the night. And sometimes I also try to do it during the day when I remember. And this, uh, the marina that um, I went for my boat uh, classes, it's a bit out of the city, it's super green there. And it's like a 10 minute walk also to reach the marina. Uh, there I um, was doing this walking uh, meditations. By the way, there's this app called Balance. Uh, that I re explored very recently, and I think up until now I never recommended any app uh, this much to any of my friends because <laughs> I find it quite nice. I don't get any benefits from them, but it's like a good product, and I think it kind of helped me to hook into this mm -hmm. um, this practice. And I think it's better to also share it with others. So have a look, check it out. It's called Balance. So I was doing this walking um, meditation uh, this week. And there, I mean, obviously, you are guided to bring your attention to, um, to things around you, like what you see, what you hear, smell, feel, and so on, which is quite nice. And at some point, uh, the guide was also saying, it's like, okay, so what are the things that you can actually feel around you? So, like, what are the textures? Are they soft or hard? Like, what are the things that you can actually put your hand and feel it? So, as I was walking, I put my hands actually over these fences mm -hmm. and it kind of transferred me to my childhood. Then I remember I was actually doing this a lot. So, you know, when I was walking by some fences mm -hmm. and I always like have my fingers like kind of um, sweeping uh, over them. And for whatever reason, when we are growing up, then, you know, society once again then it kind of teaches you that's not normal. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's like you don't really do that. Um, but I think I had a flashback from this moment also taught yeah re, uh, remind me that um while we are growing up that we are actually losing a lot from our inner child and then kind of like surpassing this inner child but i think our inner child is the most important part of ourselves, right so it's like the creative energy that's like the more like a pure version of, of ourselves um, and then this is something maybe not I learned about life, but what I recognize about life and then just like um, un understood the importance of it once again. Like, you know, we need to be connected with our inner child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was doing that when I was five years old and it was OK. Mm -hmm. And now doing it when I was 35 years old, mm -hmm. like if, if somebody saw me, then I was just like, what is this crazy <laughs> person doing? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it helps you to come to that moment, not only through what you see, hear or smell, but also like basically what you feel with, you know, mm -hmm. with, with your hand, like how is this texture around mm -hmm. you? So I think the learning from this about life in general. So, you know, we have to keep our inner child also alive. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is what brings us the joy. This mm -hmm. is 
what makes us us mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Thanks for sharing. And yeah. when you talk about these like like balance and the, the app um, yeah. and also the meditation and so on, so. Of course, there was a period where you never meditated, right? Correct. And there was a period where you decided, I'm going to try it, right? Mm-hmm. So do you remember the trigger the first time you tried it? Why you tried it? And how did you feel? Um, the first time I remember when I tried, I was in Copenhagen, year 2015, seven mm-hmm. years ago. It could be 14 as well. So seven, eight yeah. years ago, let's say. Um, I tried it because a friend of mine, a good friend of mine recommended me. But I think, uh, um, and the reason why then, you know, going through some things that I'm not happy about, like feeling this aggression, just like being not happy about life and you feel like the things are not really going your way. A lot of things to to carry on your shoulder. But at the same time, you look at your life from outside, it looks like a pretty good (laughs) life. Mm -hmm. And then you have this inner conflict, like why I feel this way. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, shouldn't yeah. feel this way. Yeah. So this was recommended to me by a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not a success at once mm-hmm. because um, I believe that um, a lot of the time when people think about meditation, they think they're dismissed myths yeah so then they think like meditation means that you just stop thinking stop mm-hmm. your thoughts mm-hmm. i was trying to do this it was not possible mm-hmm. um by time i learned it's all actually you know accepting your thoughts and then opening a space for them mm-hmm. uh labeling them when it's required right so um also i was thinking like ah you need to always have like this upright position Mm -hmm. in some certain way no you can actually meditate laying down or Mm -hmm. however you feel comfortable Mm -hmm. then i discovered for example walking uh, meditations so then it's like wow okay this is actually also working Mm -hmm. as a water person i realized that every time i'm actually in some kind of water i am in this meditative space yeah Mm -hmm. so i appreciate what is happening around me i'm really conscious about my surroundings i appreciate it fully um so then i think my definition of meditation also expanded a bit Mm -hmm. and it also helped me to kind of easily get into this practice Mm -hmm. but seven years ago when i started um then I was like, okay, this is just like so difficult because I'm thinking either about the you know, future or the past. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then what should I do? I shouldn't think about anything. It's all about calming your thoughts. Mm-hmm. But um, that was definitely not the case. So if anyone wants to start a meditation, just be gentle mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with yourself. Be open and give it a try. Like one app, another app. I don't know, some YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Start with one minute every day. I think the most important thing is also build the habit. So the once I built the habit, uh, then I started to get more benefits out of it. Okay, cool. So like if, if, if we can summarize it. So one is expect to for the thoughts to not go away on the first few mm-hmm. 20, 30 attempts, right? Correct. And then second is make it a habit even one minute a day. Yeah. Right? And I would say maybe I can add this one three, which is... Uh, also you mentioned which is like like have patience right mm-hmm. have patience with yourself uh, like give yourself space and time and it's it's, it's what you said about the process right mm-hmm. the meditation itself is the process it's it's not about the goal to calm down or to let the pain go or let the bad thoughts go or the bad feelings just about doing with the meditation and then the payoff will come when it's time for it right mm-hmm. when we're prepared um, either physically or emotionally or mentally 
cool. Nice. Thanks for sharing, man. It's, sure. always, it's always interesting to hear different stories about starting with meditation. Because yeah. I also started with a friend of mine recommending it to me. And I was like, eh, not really convinced. I tried it before. It didn't work out. Then he gave me a bench. Uh, I have it here. And he was like, man, try this today for 20 minutes. I started a bit hardcore. Uh, but actually, like, I, I got the benefits after a few times. And then I was like a bit, uh, let's say overwhelmed with the result and now it's kind of like a companion for me mm-hmm. uh, like not every day but like i think four or five times a day at least uh, sorry a week uh, and uh, yeah it, it like when i don't do it i don't notice until it's too late okay and i'm just like i'm not in a good state again and then uh, anymore and then i'm like okay i'm gonna get back to it again yeah. and then next day i'm like boof okay so this is how it feels like to be really in this like relaxed state and I would say resilient within, right? So what you said, what you talked about, like, for example, angry person at the grocery shop, right? So yeah, like I'm more resilient because of meditation and other practices, of course, but at least this is the key starting point uh, for me, at least. Sounds great. Cool. (laughs) Okay. So now let's talk a bit more like you you mentioned a bit like the body, mind and soul, right? So let's talk about the body. So have you had like a learning in the last... (laughs) week or a few weeks few weeks about your body actually a couple of days ago okay, i yeah, was huh. thinking about it so nice. i have a good uh, good good example to this so mm-hmm. um i have this thing i like to try different things also with my diets yeah mm-hmm. so sometimes you know i don't drink coffee for example for a month i just want to see how my body reacts to it mm-hmm. and i'm just like stop eating meat for a while after a trip to, to asia for a month and i realized ah okay but maybe i don't need this meat because it doesn't taste like anything and um, so i've been experiencing this keto diet mm-hmm. for a while and i mean it started two months uh, two months ago um just out of curiosity and uh, the keto diet for the ones that who um don't know about it so basically it's a very uh, protein and fat heavy diet so then it's like almost no carbs okay. uh, so i have done it for two three weeks and then afterwards of course that i was in turkey you know how it is when yeah. you're traveling yeah. uh, like carbs are not really avoidable in yeah. some uh, part of the world um, but i can say for the last month i've been uh, doing like a very low carb diet mm-hmm. um for whatever reason, I think I was a bit lazy uh, a couple of days ago. I just ordered pizza after two uh-huh. months. And it's like good old pizza. I really, yes, really yes. like it. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I think I deserve it. Huh? Yeah, totally. Um, so when I had this pizza and I really enjoyed it, and then I realized like how heavy it was on my stomach mm-hmm. the day after. Yeah. I was like, what did I do? I just <laughs> ate pizza. And I actually, I'm a sucker for pizza. I love pizza. Course, yes. um, so it's something that I think I used to eat quite often before this mm-hmm. keto diet. And this is the only thing I must admit that mm-hmm. I sometimes crave. Yeah? yeah. Then I was just like, after two months, Orkun, you know what? You should just like get this pizza. But then I realized it was super heavy on my stomach. I <laughs> couldn't believe this. Like, you know, I was just like, wow, what did I eat? Huh? So mm-hmm. then I felt like my stomach couldn't like really digest it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting to see it once again, how smart our body is mm-hmm. and how greatly it can actually adjust, mm-hmm. right? Because like once it's adjusting, adjusted in some certain kind of food, and anything comes different and it already knows that something there's something wrong. Huh? Yeah, so then it's yeah, like, yeah. what do I do with this food? Um, I mean, 
So what I learned from this uh, eat pizza or not, of course not, uh, jokes aside, but it's more about like, you know, I think I appreciated my body even more, mm -hmm. like further. So how smart it is. I think we are taking these things also quite as granted. Huh? So mm -hmm. then we are eating something and then we are digesting in and it's out. Yeah. Uh, but if you really think about it, it's like a, there's a perfect working, perfectly working system there. And it's just like a part of your body. And I think it's quite um, mind-blowing. Cool. Um, I, I don't know. This experience, of course, the first couple of parts was not so great. <laughs> uh, but afterwards, it just really gave me this conscious thought about like, wow, I actually appreciate my body for this. Huh? Mm -hmm. So then mm -hmm. uh, it does a lot of work. Yeah, definitely. Without yeah. complaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite interesting. And like, talk about the keto diet. Right? So, can you tell us, for example, how how does your day of eating look like now? Um, so, I've been doing this uh, intermittent fasting mm -hmm. for quite some time. Mm -hmm. um, so, basically, I get my first meal um, around twelve o'clock. That's mm -hmm. like normally lunch time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then the last meal dinner is around eight o'clock. So the okay. time in between, I don't eat anything. Mm -hmm. um, so in this non-fasting window, so then I will uh, consume basically protein uh, and basically fats. Okay, like so with, can yeah. you give us an example of like eggs, I think? Yeah, I mean, if you're eating meat, so mm -hmm. then you can eat meat, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't consume meat. So then for me, it's basically eggs uh, and cheese and uh, healthy fats like avocado, mm -hmm. olive oil, uh, and so on. Mm -hmm. um, depending on, of course, like, yeah, what kind of veg vegetables uh, you like to have. You can also mm -hmm. have um non-sugary vegetables so no potatoes carrots yeah, yeah okay. carrots are off obviously mm -hmm. but anything like green leaves um or green veggies then you can eat them as much as you want mm -hmm. um of course they also have some kind of carb but these are more fibers so that's actually quite okay for a body mm -hmm. um and Again, like as anything, actually, as any new habit in the beginning, then you're like, oh, what is this? Mm -hmm. But once you adjust to it, so I think that you don't really have this um, carb need. Yeah. So because if your body is like carb focused, then you constantly need carbs to actually operate. But if mm -hmm. you're already on the, um, the, the keto um, mm -hmm. parts, uh, then you don't really get hungry mm -hmm. so i was actually in the beginning when i was doing really hardcore keto i was just like i was eating things because i felt like that i had so little food mm -hmm. but of course that when you're consuming um more fats that's more it's filling. really yeah it's more filling yeah. than the carbs okay cool so would you recommend people to try it um I mean, as they always say, like, yeah, speak with yeah. your doctor. <laughs> this is not a medical advice. I repeat, exactly. this That's is not, not a medical advice. Um, so if they don't have any health condition, if they want to, you know, try something new, and if their doctor is saying it's okay, I would say, yeah. Um, I don't really see this, like, I don't know, a lifetime thing. There are some, you know, keto police out there, then they will do it forever. But if you want to see the changes in your body, how actually the effects of the sugar on your body, I think this was a learning for me. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say, yeah, sure, give it a okay, try cool. and then see how that goes. And what was the impact of this diet on you? Did you feel like, I don't know, mus muscle growth or energy or um, better I think, sleep? Or? Yeah, so I would say that you, I felt a lot more sharp with mm -hmm. my toes. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. So there was not really this, um, they call it kind of brain fog, mm -hmm. but it's just like more like, you know, I felt like that when I'm working on something that I could have more focus mm -hmm. um, from the workout performance, I'm not entirely sure if there was any uh, effect because I didn't feel like it was better or worse, yeah. um, to be honest. But of course, like for developing muscles, that's also quite uh, nice and helpful okay. um, as your body kind of changes from um, like sugar burning status to fat burning status. So mm -hmm. then you burn more fat. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, that means that you're also growing more muscles and you're working mm -hmm. out alongside. Yeah, and you have then a higher metabolism. Right? Yeah, so, correct. Yeah. Okay. yeah, definitely. It increases. I mean, they yeah. say one of the benefits that it increases the, uh, the metabolism as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Nice. Thanks for sharing. Thank cool. you. So that uh, wraps up our questions. How, how, how did this uh, podcast go for you? <laughs> very good. I was, okay. uh, yeah, it felt very natural, actually. Thank okay. you very much for your questions and having me for today. Sure thing, man. Thanks for joining. So thanks for our listeners and we see you in another episode soon. Take care. Ciao. Ciao.